Dennis. They sign up a month in advance to see me. They'll wait in line for the next bus to see me. Hey, everybody. Welcome back in. We are back in the studio for a Thanksgiving special podcast. Mm-hmm. Travis is sitting alongside me. He's, he's tired, though. He's complaining. Long day. A lot of food. Turkey's putting me down. Yeah. The, what do they call it in there? What does it have in there? The turkey. The, uh, turkey? No, what is in the turkey that causes people to get tired? Melatonin? No, yeah, asshole. It's not melatonin. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> we might have to start over. Is that an actual thing that makes you tired? <laughs> yeah. What is it in the turkey? I forget. What? Enzymes. It's not enzymes. What makes what makes people? That's we gotta get. We gotta figure this out. What what makes you tired from eating turkey? What kind of turkey makes you tired? Eating turkey. I forget what it's called. I mean, I'm gonna lose it. I didn't it. even know that that was an actual thing. Uh, it makes you sleepy. Carbs. No, it's not that. Tryptophan. Yeah, there's tryptophan in it. Mm. So it makes you sleepy. Too much turkey has the tryptophan. There thought, you go. I thought it was just like a food coma type thing. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's what they say. Who, who knows? That, but well, look at this. We're watching the Sunday night game and Debo's running up and down the field. Yeah, I know. I traded him. You traded him, dear mm-hmm. mother. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the trade. You gave up Debo Samuel. Mm-hmm. Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley. That's it. For Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Probably the biggest trade of the year in our league. Yeah, I mean, I had Mark Andrews and he's out for the year. So You pivoted. Yeah. Gave up two big bona fide stars mm-hmm. for one. And I felt okay doing that. Um, Debo, he's having his best two games of the season right after I trade him, which is a little rough. But, you know, sometimes some players just need a new scene to really break out. Well, he's so, doing it. Yeah, he got a new scene. But um, I, I'm okay. DJ Moore and Tank Dell have been good. Tank Dell is a dynamite. He did have a lot of depth in the position. So, you you, you, yeah. you know, you made it. You made it. I mean, that's a big trade for your mother. And DJ Moore with Justin Fields, like, I think he put up like 20, 22 points or something. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, he did. He had a good day. I'm not worried about it. But on, on this Thanksgiving special podcast, uh, well, I want to talk about your, I mean, I'm going to refer to him as your U of A Wildcats mm-hmm. because I, I'm not going to try to explain to you, man. I've never rooted against them. I don't sit down and actively root against the U of A to lose, but I've never been a big fan, like, jump on board when I moved here because I had other teams I'd followed. And, Boston College, yeah, and, and you know, yeah, I know, I know, but I've never been a huge, I, I've never been a, a hater or a a lover, okay? <laughs> That's not weird, but been neutral. I have been, and I've enjoyed watching them over the years because when they put up good teams, it, it gets exciting, and, mm-hmm. and the games are fun and stuff, and, but you, you are fully all in on them, right? I mean, the basketball and football, at least, yeah. right? I mean, uh, you know, you, you're not, you, you're not rolling watching out. women's basketball, <laughs> soccer. You're not rolling out to watch. But the U of A actually has a dynamite baseball team. Yeah. It's a yeah. college World Series team. Bobby Dahlbeck, college yeah. World Series, they lost to Vanderbilt. Who's the guy that's on the Red Sox that was on? Ref Snyder, uh-huh. right? Bobby Dahlbeck. Well, in Ref Snyder. Ref Snyder. Ref Snyder was on that same team. Yeah. Oh, so, was he really? Yeah. He was, a, he was an outfielder on that team, too. So, um, But let's start with the, the basketball. So before, before we dive into it, we have had two games since the podcast. Duke, mm-hmm. the bona fide top five team, and Michigan State, who was today, mm-hmm. who's a, a you know tw- top twenty five. I mean, it's Michigan State, so they're always good, right? Um, the Duke game, dominant. Okay, I mean they they were losing for maybe thirty seconds the whole game. They were down at one point in the game. 
I mean, to go into Duke and show the Blue Devils how to play basketball is pretty impressive. It going in, yeah, going into is it Cameron Indoor Stadium? Is what they call it. Cameron. Cam, Cameron. You know what surprised me? It looked like a very small stadium. It is, and they're right on top of you, though. Yeah, we'll see. They're right on top of you, which just surprised me. I thought it would be a lot bigger. Yeah, it looked no. very small. What? That's a big win. Huge win. That's like a huge. Hey, we should be a number one seed resume builder type win. Because hey, we beat we beat the at the time, and who knows? I'm sure Duke's gonna be up there all year, so that you're gonna be able to hang your hat on that win yeah. at the end of the year. Because I don't think Duke's gonna fall off. I can't say the same thing for Michigan State. I, we watched that game today while we were on, uh, eating our Thanksgiving dinner with our family and stuff, and there was nothing Michigan State did that impressed me. Yeah, their offense was so they're good. not very great. No, yeah. yeah, and so I'm not sure what what that one's gonna get you at the end of the year, but at a neutral site, I mean. If that was a road win, I'd say that's probably better, but you're getting that um, neutral site somewhere out west that Michigan State had to travel to further away. I don't know. I don't think it's a bad win. Obviously, I'm not saying that. I just don't think it's a bad win. Yeah, there is. There are bad wins. So, like, if, if their next game against Colgate. A win's a win's a win. <laughs> a but win is a win is a win. One thing I will say is their schedule. Oh my gosh! When they flash that up on the TV, and I'm talking about the non-conference schedule because they eventually roll into Pac-12. But when they talk, when they talk about Colgate, Wisconsin, oh, I don't think it's as bad as good as they have them, but they're still tough, tough right? Five. Yeah, they're still tough. Um, who else do they have in there? Alabama, Purdue, Purdue Alabama, Florida, Atlantic. Who's the number ten? Yeah, they. Um, I lost a big parlay last year because of FAU. They beat. Um, I don't know who it was, but they, they should not have won, and they did. And I lost them all part What does that have to do with the podcast, son? We were talking about FAU. So what do we think? That, do we think that this, this team right now, this U of A team that we're watching right now, this basketball team, and I, I won't say a contender, are they a national championship team? Yes. Yeah. Because they're a contender. I think so. I think they've established that. Yeah. But are they a national who else is out there? I mean, they're playing the number two seed, Purdue, in the week. I don't think Purdue's that good. Purdue has Zach Eady. That's about it. I mean, Zach Eady lost to Farley Dickinson University last year in the round of 62 or something. So, I'm not really worried about Purdue. I actually couldn't name another player on that team. Okay. Then how are they the number two seed? Because Zach, Zach Eady is in college basketball averaging 26, 12, and 14. That's incredible for college basketball. He's averaging a triple double. Yeah. Is he gonna be the number one pick? Probably not. Why not? I think he's pretty old. I think he's like fifth year senior. So what does that make him? Twenty one? Twenty two? He's probably twenty three or twenty four. Okay, so what does that have to do? Why wouldn't he be the number one pick at twenty three? Because if you could draft a kid that's eighteen and has as much potential as a kid that's twenty four, you're gonna draft a kid that's eighteen. So, yeah, all right, I can live with that point. It's a fair, fair point. Yeah, it's the first fair point you've given since we started this. And and they only have two rounds in basketball. You want Which to make crazy the most to make. for your like, Why do they do that? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the Major League Baseball has 112 rounds has almost. Seven hundred fifty-four. Hockey has a ton of rounds. Yeah. Football has seven. Seven. Right, and then well, basketball like, just does like, two. Yeah, I feel like seven's a good number. I, I don't. Well, I mean, I I guess that at the end of the day, you can't. They're gonna. Act, well, I think it has to do with roster size, right? Mm-hmm. You're only going to keep a few of them, but it's like more than two rounds. I mean, maybe four. Yeah, I mean, you you do only start five guys on the field. Court. Court. Jesus. Yeah. The trypto fan has um, kicked in. I know. Please, <laughs> please. 
Yeah, you do only start. So I guess I didn't even think about roster size, but yeah. And I think the NBA, they pay a little bit more too. So I mean, like, I think right. the less players, the more pay per player. Do they have a salary cap? I don't know. They have like. They have like the NBA rookie salary, right? And you play out your rookie contract for like the three first three or four years. Yeah, but they also something. have like. Do they have a luxury tax? They have a luxury yeah, tax. So I don't you can't. Know what that means. If you if so, the luxury tax basically says this. And I'll just set a number, like, let's say $75 million. They'll say, like, hey, Celtics, you have $75 million to spend on your salaries for your players. If you choose to go over that, you're paying a tax back to the NBA. We're going to punish you for spending that. All right? So the big teams, like the Celtics and they the Lakers, care. they don't care. They go over it, right? And then they have to pay back the NBA or stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay? But I do know that there's been teams in the past who have been like, well, listen, uh, we had a really good year last year, but now we need to get under that luxury tax. So we're probably going to be re- getting rid of some of these guys. We're going to be buying out some of these contracts here and stuff. You know, which they do a lot in the NBA. They buy out the contracts a lot. Yeah, you don't and see that in other sports. Yeah, you don't see that in yeah. sport, other sports a lot, which is different. Um, but yeah, okay. So we, you, we're, we're, you are con- confirming that you believe that U of A is a national championship. Caliber. But the thing with U of A is they, they always, I mean, they always blow it. Well, I mean, what won. was the last deep run they have with TJ McConnell and they lost to Frank Kaminsky in Wisconsin Frank in the Kaminsky. Elite Eight? I, do remember that. I think that was it. But I think that was their most recent deep run. They're always good, though. They're always very good. Just not tournament good. Like They're I always guess. just legit. Like, they lost to Princeton last year. Hey, they listen, the Ivy League can play ball. Like, so. that was a joke. The Ivy League can play. And then they lost to, like, Buffalo another year. That's the NCAA. That's March Madness, though. That I, I know, but I'm just saying it's hard. Every to... team has every team. If we if we would go to every like big time NCAA basketball school and we'd sit down, the Michigan States, the Dukes, the you know I don't know Ohio State, Ohio State. Who else is big up there? Uh, Kansas. Kansas. They're they're all they're all going to have their stories about how they get beat by the Cinderella teams at some point in time or another. Yeah, but like, it's just a game. U of A fans go into March Madness being like, oh lord. Here we go again. We might get upset again because it's just such a. It seems like just such a March Madness U of A thing. They're always so good, but they they can never really make a deep run at it. Well, I mean, they have some NCAA championships under their belt. Yeah, with freaking Steve Kerr back in 1974 when they were playing against plumbers and mailmen. I think they won it what like 99 or 2000 or something. I mean, with who, Mike Bibby. Yeah, with Mike Bibby. Yeah. When Lou Olson was the head coach, I think it was like 98, 97, 98, something like that. I remember. No, it's only 27 years ago, 25. But it's hard, man. Yeah, it's tough. That's a hard thing to do. You know, it's a hard thing to stay healthy all year, keep those kids on the same page, moving in the same direction, ready to go, lots of travel. I think it's staying also, up on their academics, which you know they are. <laughs> I think it's hard also with like one and done. These kids are like, I don't care about oh, the tournament. Yeah. I'm going to the league. Like, this tournament right. means nothing. Completely destroyed college basketball. Yeah, because I know, I don't know nil and then I do they still do one and dones? Oh my I gosh! Think? I mean the whole the whole starting five for Kentucky's on one and done yeah. every year. Calipari is like I watched a show with Calipari and Calipari is like, listen, I hate the one and done, but that's the game, that's the way it's played. So I have to I have to be successful and play it. Yeah, you know, and he knows he's doing the one and dones. I mean, who did the one and done last year for you? Uh, no. Didn't someone? I know Azulis Tabellis went to the NBA, but he wasn't one and done. Was what's his name? Mathorin or what is that kid's name? That was a big forward last year. What? Uh, 
I know Dalen Terry went to the league, but he wasn't one no. and done. He was this one of their guys was like a top five or ten pick. Oh, uh, Ben Matherin. Matherin. Was he Matherin. one and done? I don't know. I don't think he was. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't think U of A has a lot of one and does. Do they have any on the team right now? No, I don't think so. I know Omar Balo was there last year. Caleb Love. Caleb Love, your guy. Yeah. Kelly Larson was there last year. Um, point guard. I'm spacing his name. But um, we were talking about him at Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was there last year. So I think they... Yeah, he was sitting behind, what's his name? Kirk. Kirk Kapupa. Yeah. Kirk Reese Stunk. But I, 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 and I'll tell you what my concern is. And my concern actually isn't what you just expressed about getting upset by someone because I think every team deals with that. You get, you get some more than others. Though. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. But here's what I think we have to deal with. Caleb Love shoots twenty nine percent from three point line. You don't win yeah, national championship I, with that shooting from one of your guys. Nah, you have to watch Caleb Love basketball to understand that. I, There's a term for it. But man, that shooting is what he just be throwing them up, and when it goes in, it's electric. <laughs> it's, it it just, only goes in twenty nine percent of the time, to, son. They're five games in, <laughs> six. And what I'm saying to you is, I feel like if that trend, if that continues, if that shooting continues, then yes, we're going to be sitting here in late March and be like, I can't believe we yeah. just lost to Fairway Dickinson. But they've got two <laughs> other guys. I, I, I have my whole heart in this. They've got three other guys on the court that can shoot the basketball. I know, but he's your guy. He's very good. He's, I your, got a he's, your, he's your senior graduate from UNC, right? UNC. Senior transfer. He's your guy. He's your he's your leader. He's you been, he's seen been in the trenches. You should have. Yeah, he made a deep March Madness from last yeah. year with Armando Baycock. Right, and so you know he's got to be he's got to be shooting better than that. Yeah, right? but I think he will. Right. He's adjusting to a brand new team, a brand new school. We will. I mean. We will follow. We will follow this. See how he does in the next couple of weeks this year. Honestly, I, they might go undefeated this year. Ah. Uh, Honestly, that's how I felt about the Celtics too. Here's the thing, you you be and I'll I'll commend the Pac-12. They put up really good basketball schools. Yeah, you're not going undefeated in that league. Why not? Well, here's not what, with that attitude. You're not. I, 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 let me let me tell you why, and then you tell me if I'm wrong. But she won't have. Okay. When you go, when you do like, hey, we'll say uh, you hit that, that road swing. And, hey, we're going to hit USC, UCLA, Cal, right? We're going to hit that California swing. And then we're jumping on a plane, and we're heading to the Oregon. So we're playing Oregon State and Oregon. Those five games and, and whatever nights, nine, ten nights, no, there's a loss in there. And Why? Because it's just too tough to maintain that. That road is tough. That that swing is tough, and it, it's the same for every school. Though the UCLA's will never go undefeated because they'll have to roll through Utah, and they'll have to roll into ASU and Arizona, and they're going to roll through Oregon and stuff. And somewhere in there, there's going to be losses. These teams are going to upset each other. It happens in every league every year. That's why we never see any of the top teams go undefeated. Mm, it's tough. It's How difficult. many games do they play? Oh gosh, I think a lot. Thirty-two, I think. Oh, that's actually not as much as I thought it was. Yeah, thirty-two and zero would be tough though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are we actually having a serious conversation here, or are you just being sarcastic? Right? Well, they're very good. They are very good. I mean, they just, they whooped on Duke. Very they good. whooped on Duke. Who's, well, stop saying whoop. They didn't whoop on they Duke. Dominated. They pulled out a road win. They dumped, which in which they were bar- when they were losing for maybe one possession of the whole game. When, when I was watching the game, it was like two points. It, exactly. They lost, they were losing by two points for 30 seconds. That's pretty dumb. 
I guess well, it's you and I Carolina. clearly have a, def- a different definition That's of dominant. The Pac-12 That's is fine. tough, though. The Pac-12 also has Colorado, who are like the giant yeah. players of college Colorado. basketball. They beat everybody. Yeah. That's really good. I mean, at least once a year. The Pac-12 has always been a really tough basketball school. Yeah. You know, so you, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna struggle. Stanford's in there. Sometimes they put up good teams. Yeah, nobody's worried about Stanford. All right. The smart kids know how to play ball too. So. Yeah. Tell that to Princeton. Oh my lord. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you just don't know. So no, I don't see him going undefeated. I don't even see. I I I think maybe like listen, you're talking like five or six losses. That's still pretty good. Yes, dynamite. I mean, twenty nine and five or thirty and six or whatever. I don't know. You know, maybe even better than that. Who knows? Maybe they go like thirty three yeah. and three. You don't know. Maybe thirty two and zero. But I think it's I think it's just a lot to ask a team to, to make that run. But I feel like like people always worry about like injuries. Oh, how are you going to keep the team healthy? But I feel like it's different than the NBA. Like NBA players don't. NBA stars are like, okay, I'll sit this team out. But college players are working to be an NBA star. So mm-hmm. it's like, no, I don't want to sit this game out. Yeah. Like, I'm, NBA players are, or college players are still There's playing no for There's no load management something. in NCAA. Uh-uh. Like, because no. they're playing to get to that point. Yeah. No, the coaches, there's no coach that's going to be like, listen, we're going to we're gonna rest you on this one. Yeah. No. That could really cost you late in the season. Mm-hmm. You know, between the number one or number two or number three seed. And before you know it, you're, you're, you're the three trouble. seed. And you know how dreadful it is to play that 14 seed because those are the, you know, you don't ever yeah. want to be in that 413 or that 512 oh, or whatever it is. Those are always the upset always games. Someone gets upset. Always the upset yeah. games. You know, well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how they do. I think that they have a good team, though. And, and again, like, I'm not rooting. I, I am I am kind of rooting for them. I like, want to see them do well and stuff. But, you know, if they roll out against my Boston College Eagles in the, in the NCAAs, I mean. Has the Boston College even made the NCAA tournament in the last five years? No, we haven't been in the last I haven't years, seen so That's not the topic of the conversation. Well, I was just curious. That was a genuine question. They're 4 and 1 right now. They lost a tough game to Colorado State in the tip off class. Colorado State, by the way, is 5 and 0, oh, and they're almost in the top 25. They're, they're receiving votes. Almost. They're, rece- they're receiving yeah, votes for the top 25. Almost on the count of horseshoes and hand grenades. Michigan State's 21. It's only four games in. Five, the top 25. And they got their ass whooped. Do you bounce Michigan State out of the top 25 after that game? Yeah, Oh my God! Three no and three, three and three. Oh, they're three and three. Yeah, you got slide bus. And they they started the they their preseason ranking was number three in college basketball. Michigan State always kind of does that. I I haven't really paid too much attention to college basketball or U of A really till this year. I know, no, but so let's stay on the U of A. You you said to me today while we were sitting out, and I, and I I thought honestly that I I had had turkey and the trip to family kicked in. I wasn't thinking straight. But at one point, I think you 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 gave like some crazy analogy that the pack that U of A would be in the Pac twelve championship. No, it was not an analogy; it was a question. So, if Oregon right now, I believe is ten and one. Uh-huh. Oregon State is eight and three. U of A is eight and three. We beat Oregon State. If Oregon State this week were to beat Oregon, that would make Oregon ten and two. Oregon State nine and three, and we beat the Sun Devils nine and three. That would give Oregon State the a worse record, but a head to head over Oregon, right. which would bounce Oregon out of the Pac twelve championship. We have a head to head over Oregon State, which would bounce Oregon State out of the Pac twelve championship. Okay. Boom. None, no. Noah Fafita cements his Heisman running, oh my and we go and win the Pac twelve championship. Okay, so one that would knock Oregon out. Which is ridiculous. They, they still have, have a better record. They have a better record. But they lost. <laughs> they lost to a team that we beat. I get it, but they the still have a. Football math. We are the better team. 
Well, football math is clearly funny math because at the end of the night, the Oregon and Washington still have the best pack if, if If me and you fought the same guy and you beat him, or I guess it doesn't matter. If you fought a guy uh-huh. and you beat that guy, right. but I beat you, yeah. I'm better than both of you. I don't think so. That's a big catch. That was a big catch by Brandon Ayuk. Touchdown. That's a huge pass by Brock Purdy to Gilbert, the Perry High School. Perry grad. High School, yeah, system quarterback. Listen, so let's let's get back to it. You, you, you're not you're not getting Oregon and Washington out of that Pac-12 championship. But I, I don't I don't want to go off the deep end here with this because it's just crazy. It's crazy talk. Well, so let's stick on where we think. Do you think they get a New Year's Day bowl game? I don't know. Um, like well, so you have your big four, and this Rose is the, Bowl, this is Bowl. this is just a crappy thing about freaking college football. Like they already know they're not playing for a national championship, so you're not getting expand the national. You're not getting into the college football playoff championship. Mm-hmm. You're not going to go in those top four, and so then you drop those other bowl games. Those other bowl games that are sitting there, the New Year's Day bowl game. Like um, what bowl games do they? What do they call the bowl games for the college football championship? They call them. Uh, they have like the Rose Bowl and the Cotton Bowl. Like okay. So then you have like your your Fiesta Bowl, which I used to be in Glendale, actually. The Orange Bowl. Orange Bowl in Miami, Sugar Bowl, the, mm. the granddaddy of them all. Yeah. Right? New Orleans. I mean, do you think one of those those games is possible for you, Ben? I don't think they're ranked high enough, which is blasphemy, too. They should be a top 12 team in college football. So we're going to the Holiday Bowl in San Diego. Yeah. And we're playing BYU yeah, for the playing, 19th. Yeah, time. we're going to beat up on them. <laughs> They're going to give us a boring bowl game. They'll probably put us in the Arizona Bowl. Well, you, you can't be you in can't, that. You can't. I know. It's a show. But I don't know. That'd be cool to see them in, like, the Sugar Bowl or the, the yeah. Orange Bowl or something. I mean, it, you know, Would they, they play an SEC school? I think the, I think one of them. Maybe think. they play a little, like, Tennessee well, or actually, Texas. The, actually, in the past, the Rose Bowl has been a Pac-12 team. So if you take – well, that's a problem, though. All right. Here's the thing, though. Here's the problem. Are any is Oregon or Washington getting into the college football playoffs? Washington's number four right now, and they're undefeated. Yeah. Okay, let me ask you this though: If Washington loses, right? If Washington loses one game this year, but Florida State wins out, but they don't have Jordan Travis, do you have to put yes. Florida State in the top twenty, the yes. top four? Yeah, you can. Even though you know they're not that that good without their quarterback, you can't do that to them. So you have Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan. Well, actually, yeah, yeah, you, you have Washington in four. So right yeah. now, as of right now, Washington's in that, right? Yeah. Florida State's been bumped out. Yeah, because of Georgia. Well, see, that's crap. Why do you do that to the team? Because there's an injury. Like, that's because not they're not the same team. They're not the same team. Their quarterback's not as good as he was. They don't have a Heisman runner at quarterback anymore. They have a backup. That's going to be a good game right there. It's hate week, baby. Washington and Washington State? Washington and or Michigan and Ohio State? Yeah, okay, but we're not talking about that right now. I know. I was just talking. Talk, well, wa- well, so we know Washington's beating Washington State, right? Yeah. Okay, we know that they're going to the Pac-12 championship. Oregon has a rivalry game against Oregon, Oregon State, State who's uh-huh. number 16. That's not a gimme. Nope. Right, I mean. Especially not this week. But but let's say let's say that Oregon State loses that game. They go down 5-4. Arizona's oh, dude, 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 dude. I'm saying five and four in the past four. Oh, okay. Eight and four overall. Arizona's going to beat Arizona State by seventy. They're going to go to seven and two and nine and three overall. Right? Um, Washington's going to go into the into the college football championship. Well, what happens though? 
What happens if Washington and Oregon go into this college football championship and they Oregon both beats them? Oh, the Pac-12 championship. Yeah, the Pac-12 championship. And they'll both be dropped down. And Oregon <laughs> beats them. I don't think Oregon makes it. I think Oregon is playing spoiler. Because you have too many teams up here that don't have a loss. And then let me present this to you. What if Alabama beats Georgia in the SEC championship? Yeah, that's going to look like that. If Alabama but beats Georgia, then it's very they're on a roll. But if Alabama beats Georgia, you're not taking Georgia out of the top four, but you can't have Alabama behind Georgia. All right, I'm gonna make a prediction. I think Oregon wins that game in the Pac-12 championship, and I think Oregon slips into the college football championship. Oregon will make it. Out. Too many undefeated teams. No, there won't be. They'll, yeah, they'll be. They'll be. They'll be the. They'll be the only team with one loss. Oregon will not make it in. If Washington beats, which gives them a loss. Who does Florida State have this loss? Florida State now legitimately has to beat Florida. I don't think they're very good. And oh my gosh, no, they're gonna lose to Louisville. They might. They're gonna lose to Louisville at that ten spot. Yeah, they're go. You know, and you bashed Louisville a few, a few weeks back. Yeah, they're not crap. Very, they're not very. They're good. top ten. U of A would beat them. They're a top ten team. I mean, they're in the ACC, the weakest conference in college football. That's not true. It is so true. Really, the Big Sky could. They, that's not the weakest. I'm not saying. It's the biggest. It's the weakest Power Five conference in football. Okay. Is that is that better for you? No, I don't think it's true. But I think the the, the I think the end. I think Alabama will beat Georgia. I think the final rankings will be Ohio State one, Alabama two, Georgia three, Michigan four. So you're taking those two SEC schools. What? Yeah. You you yeah okay. I don't necessarily, I you know, listen. I don't necessarily think it's a bad argument. I just feel like, man, let's have some parity here. What we're, we're taking two SEC schools, right? We could. So you're telling me we two could, SEC and two Big Ten. So so is, I know. Yeah, that's crazy. So you you're telling me so Ohio State and Michigan are getting ready to play each other this weekend, mm-hmm. and oh, Georgia, and Georgia and Alabama are getting played. So then they could just play each other again. Like what if what if it shakes out? Uh, Georgia's one or no. Ohio State jumps to one after they beat Michigan. Michigan falls to four, and Georgia and Alabama are two and three. We're gonna have a repeat of the same two games a week later, every, or two weeks that'd later. Be pretty tough. That'd be pretty cool. That's just so stupid. That'd be pretty cool. But if from more states, but I think Washington. Uh, I think Washington prays that Alabama loses, and I I think as long as Washington wins, then they're they're. If these top four teams win, they're fine. They could win by one point, and they're still fine. Yeah, and I think that Georgia wins. I think, oh, I don't know who wins at Ohio State. But, but what, what, why are we saying that this Ohio State-Michigan game won't walk, knock that team out? Let's say that Georgia wins. Because okay. if the two lose, if the three loses to the two, we're, what do you, that was anticipated. They're the two and they're the three. Okay, but let's say Georgia wins and they beat Alabama and they stay in as the one. Okay? Let's say Ohio State wins and they stay in as the two. Michigan then becomes an 11-1 team. Mm-hmm. Let's say Washington loses to Oregon. Oregon's an eleven-one team. Washington's an eleven-one team. Michigan's an eleven-one team. What's Florida State? And what about Texas? No, Texas is making it. Texas trash. I think Florida State loses too, and they're going to be a, a one-loss team. But I, I agree that if if they just knock Florida down to five because they had an injury, then they're not making. It. They're not even no matter what they do, they're not making. It. But let's let's talk about Texas. Trash. What do you mean they're trash? They're ten and one. They got Texas Tech left. And they barely beat Kansas State, dude. Okay. Scroll up to Kansas State's in the top 25. Yeah, yeah, at 23. They barely beat Houston. 
It whooped on Kansas, but Kansas is a basketball school. They lost the Red River. Game. They beat Bama. They beat Bama. Uh, they beat Bama, dude. They beat early season Bama. Early I season Bama was struggling. It's a it's a struggle, but I think I think personally that it's going to be Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, and Oregon. I think Oregon gets in. Uh, Oregon's not getting in. They're going to beat Washington in the Pac-12 championship, and they're going to beat the fourth team in. Okay, what if Louisville? What if Louisville finishes as a one one loss team? Yeah, I agree. Like the you, you got problems. No, you don't. Louisville has a dynamite win over Boston College early in the season. Two, one thing I think. Two things. I think they're going to do whatever they can to make sure there's not a Pac-12 team in there because I don't oh, think, they stop think that Pac-12 is a fun. What are you talking about? They have them ranked fourth Dude, and Washington, six. Washington, <laughs> Washington had to go through the gauntlet to get into the top four, and I think they're going to do whatever they can to get Michigan out of the top four as well. You have uh, Arizona, Oregon State in here. You have multiple teams from the Pac-12. Well, yeah, if if they're playing the way they're playing, you have to put them up there. But it took Washington. Washington's had one of the best offenses in college football all year. They just finally made it in the, in the top four. Take a look at that 2015. What about them? Liberty. 11-0. Yeah, I, I couldn't. They they played D2 football. 11-0. I think they're actually the first Liberty team to ever do that. They beat New Mexico State, buddy. Yeah, they beat Bowling Green. They beat these teams who I've never heard of. Yeah, they beat Jacksonville <laughs> State. Sam Houston, never even heard of them. Sam Houston's in Texas. Florida International. They beat Buffalo. That's the home of Cool and Oh, yeah. Middle Tennessee State. Western Kentucky. Old Dominion. Western Kentucky is not where Bailey Zappi went, right? He was slinging it. He set records well, in that conference. All right, so I want you to give me your prediction of your top four college football playoff champions and, and forecasting it out. Tell me who you believe is getting it, and we'll come back to it. Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, Washington. Okay. And I just have Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, Oregon. I think they are going to put a Pac-12 team in there, and I think it's going to be one of those two. Yeah, I think. don't think that you're necessarily off by saying that Washington could win that game, but I think Oregon's going to be a little bit better. I think Oregon wins that game. No. And I think I think that this is the perfect example that they have. It. They say that you have your people every year who say the same thing. Why is there only four teams in this thing? Yeah, why don't they brutal. expand it to eight teams? Get your top eight going. Play an extra two top weeks. Twelve going. I mean, I don't know about that, but because here's the thing: like, let's say Georgia's number one, and they roll out against the twelve team Ole Miss. It's gonna be like fifty-six to yeah. ten. But that'd be, that's a waste of a week. If they put eight teams in, in right now, Georgia versus Alabama in eight, right. one, that'd be a tough eight and a tough one. The top eight is perfect. Yeah. Top eight, a couple extra weeks, play it out, let's go. I mean, you know, these got these kids are going to be playing in the NFL, 17-week season with one bye week. Yeah, a couple more weeks, not going to go. Mm-hmm. You know? So I think they should do it. I think they should expand it, too. No. I, U of A will probably be up there next year. Let's see. It was, No, but let's take a quick look at this real quick. As we stay on U of A football, and what's I'm I'm on CBS Sports. They forecast. Oh my God! Look at CBS Sports forecasted Georgia, Oregon, Michigan, Florida State. They still have Florida State in it. Okay. Then you have your selection committee bowl games. Those are the big ones. Yeah. Okay. Fiesta Orange, Peach, uh, Cotton Bowl. No U of A in any of those games. That's crap. And you look at the Fiesta Bowl. That's Tulane. Tulane. That's crap. I mean, is this so stupid? Missouri. Missouri. No, Missouri's good. Yeah, they are pretty good. Missouri's good. Yeah. That Washington-Alabama would be a fun game. Yeah. But then you drop down to your other bowl games, and they forecast the U of A to go to the, the Alamo Bowl. And, uh, that'd be and, pretty cool. Texas. Okay, that'd be pretty and, cool. And that's a heck of a team to play. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. I'm telling you, dude. 
you should make the drive out to watch the U of A in a football game. I've watched them in a bunch of football games. Well, I'm, I'm saying a bowl game. They go to Texas to, or they go to San Diego to the Holiday Bowl. I buy a bowl ticket. It's not that bad. You get a cheap ticket. But here's the thing. I will say this about Arizona. They travel well. Yeah, they do. They put a lot of U of A fans in the seats when they get on the road. They're impressive when they get on the road. And so any bowl game they go to, if it's the Alamo Bowl, if you look here and you can see where the Pac-12 sits in Sun Bowl, which is Utah, that's in that's in El Paso. Uh, what else do we have here? We have Pac-12 in the, the Holiday Bowl right here. You can have Oregon State going. That would be a good one, San Diego. I've been to that one before when uh, it was Ohio State by BYU years ago. Uh, and then you drop down and then you're, in, you're into your crappy Colorado bowl. State in a Dude, bowl. we want to go to this one right here. Las Vegas Bowl. What's Big the Arizona Bowl? Patch-up. Who's in the Arizona Bowl? The Arizona Bowl is like the Mac versus the Wax. Some crap, dude. I want to see it, though. I'm going. Wait. Is there another? I went past it. They got rid of our bowl game. <laughs> they got rid of our... They're, but look at the Fenway Bowl and the Fenway Park. They get the Boston College Eagles versus the oh. South, South Sparta Bowl. ACC versus AAC. Yep, there you go. Let's get, it. Let's get it. Where is the Go up. I'm going. There right it is. Right Fresno there. State, Miami, they Ohio. Ohio. They got the Mountain West versus the MAC. Hey, who's the best player that went to Miami, Ohio? Oh, man, I know this. This is the, this is the trivia question. This is the big one. He's a Hall of Famer. Well, not yet. Not yet. I know it. Just tell me. Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Miami, Ohio. I, I mean, maybe he's the best. I don't know. Who knows? But who's the best? Oh, all right, right. Ready? Yeah, let's do this. Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. Fresno State. That's right. I need to get that one. But didn't Derek Carr go to Fresno State, too? Yeah, they played yeah, together. That's right. Yeah. So, there you go. There you have it. So, there, there's your thing. They, they're forecasting U of A to go to the Alamo Bowl, which just sounds like a whole lot of fun, on December 28th against Oklahoma. Oklahoma would be a good game. Didn't Oklahoma beat Oklahoma Bama? Oklahoma was pretty good. Yeah, they did beat oh, no, Bama. they beat Texas. Yeah, Texas beat Bama. So Texas beat Bama. So yeah, I mean, so so I mean, that'd be a, that'd be a heck of a game, you know. Let's see who the best guys trip. Ben Roethlisberger and Brandon Brooks. Who the heck is Brandon Brooks? He's the second best Miami Ohio player ever. Never heard of him. There you go. That tells you what your program is like, right? To the Miami, Miami ben Ohio Red Hawks. Ben Roethlisberger. But yeah, all right. So I mean, you, so you have U of A win now. You don't have lose day issue, right? Mm-hmm. They're probably going to beat them seventy-one to seven. Issue three off. That whole program's in turmoil, so uh, I don't think that's going to be a problem. Go to a bowl game, get a win. Yeah. Is that a good season? Yeah, it's a very good season based on, I mean, I'd cut Jaden Delora. You can't cut a kid. You can. You just put him at the end of the. You you tell him, you're done. (laughs) You're done here. You you basically tell him, transfer? Yeah. Tell him, hit the. Deion Sanders is ass. Hit the portal. Hit the portal. We don't take rapists on the side. Okay, listen. Listen, listen. Very quickly. That that shine has wore off big time. And the, the mighty have fallen. Colorado, after the first two games, was like hmm. the talk of the college football. Yeah, they stayed. We sat here and talked about how exciting it was and stuff. And they have just fallen off fallen the face off. of the earth. And, and, and they're losing a lot of commits, too. Are they? Yeah. Why? Because I guess, well, some one kid said, well, they had an O-lineman decommit. They had a couple five stars decommit. One of them said he didn't know if Dion was going to be there next year. Oh yeah. One of the old linemen came out, and I don't think he said it, but it was pretty obvious he didn't like how Dion was treating the old linemen at Colorado. No. He was very just kind of blatantly blaming them. I mean, Dion's going to be Dion. Is this prime is going to yeah. be prime? He's not going. He's not going to change who he is. I don't know, but he's got to win. Yeah, he has to win, and I don't even think they have a winning record, do they? 
no, they're like three and seven or something. That's three and eight. I mean, I, you can get away with that your first year. Yeah. Because you can say, hey, listen, you we're starting over. Listen, yeah, I started with the worst team in college football and, last and, year. And he's going to say, these aren't all my guys yet. Yeah. These aren't all my guys yet. Give me a few years to get my guys in here. And then when my guys are here, if we're not doing what you need us to do. But how much money do you think he's brought into that school just one year? How much money are they paying him? Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm sure it's crazy. But, yeah, I mean, you're, he's going to be expected to win. Yeah. You know, but he definitely better. brought a good atmosphere at Colorado. Yeah. Their games were all sold out this year. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, they, the energy's in the, back in the place, no yeah. doubt. Those years ago, Colorado was a national championship team. Yeah, I know that. Eric Bieniemy, Cordell Stewart. They told me this, Jim. Yeah, Charles Johnson, wide receiver. I mean, they were yeah, they were they were it. They were in the nineties, I think nineties when they played the beat the lights and Notre Dame's and stuff. They were yeah. they were the big team. Notre Dame's always a school that can't get over the hump. Yeah, no, I know. They have their they have their history of being good, but they just it's always good. But they just you know Michigan got their one thousandth win the other. Last week, and you know what is so it's so perfect that you said Michigan because we're gonna segue over to them real and, quick. We're gonna finish the show at okay. Michigan because I'm gonna. I just got cut off. I, I am cutting you off because we need to get to this because this is. I important. think you're gonna say exactly what I'm talking about. No, I'm not. I don't care about how many wins they have. But let's just say this. I want to ask you this question. I want you to answer me honestly too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't give me the answer that could to set your up your argument be better than mine. All right, because it's never gonna happen. Let's say you are accused of a crime. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Christ. No, this is to stop. You were accused of a crime, right? And you you claim your innocence, mm-hmm. but then you decide to take a plea deal that's offered to you by the prosecuting attorney. Mm-hmm. What would I, as the person on the sidelines, think about your decision? What would be my first thought that would come to mind if you were accused of a crime, and instead of going to trial and fight for your innocence, you say, you know what, I'm going to take this deal you're offering? What would be the first thought I would think of? He doesn't want to be hassled by the court for something he didn't do. He wants to be left alone. You're doing it. You're not answering honestly. He wants to be left to be on the sidelines with his football team. You know I would assume that you were guilty of the crime of which you were accused of because you would have fought it to the end if you were innocent. My question is if you were so, you were so, like you knew that this guy was cheating, you have him on evidence for cheating in college football, why are you being like, okay, we'll only take you out of Because it's a black eye on college football. They don't think that the NCAA doesn't want it to go away. They don't want it hovering into the news and stuff all the time. Cheat, NCAA, cheat, NCAA, cheat. And that's all they see, sign stealing, NCAA, sign stealing. This is a college football game. It's amateur athletes. It takes away from the shine of the game. They don't want it on the headlines. So if they can get him to take a plea deal, which basically says, hey, listen, yeah, you know what? Hey, yeah, I leave, did it. Leave me the hell alone. I did it. And he did it. Horrible. And so for those of you that are just jumping on the podcast right now, which I know is not possible. Jim Harbaugh decided to take his suspension and say, yeah, you know what, I'll take the three-game suspension if you'll drop the investigation. You know what that says to the layman? Guilty. I would do that, too. To leave guilty, me the hell guilty, alone. guilty. Leave me the hell alone. Leave me the hell alone, I'll take my punishment. Guilty. you got to say he's not. We're in a world where it's guilty till proven innocent. <laughs> so that's... You might be right. You might be right. But still... If you are Harbaugh's if you are a man of character like everyone said he was, then you fight it till the fight it till the, your last breath. No, you don't because you ruin your chance at coaching your the best team you've ever had in a national championship. Because some of these guys are too because you know I'll be honest, some of these teams coaches don't have the passion for the game to go watch another team. <laughs> he has the passion for the game. Oh my god, you just you just turned this cheating into passion. 
<laughs> if you're not cheating, you're not trying. That's the same. Okay, fair enough. But let me ask you this. I've heard stories, or I've not stupid, I've read stories that he's balanced in the NFL. And if I will tell you this honestly. And you know what would make that look really good is a national championship run. I personally believe that if he, and, and I'm a big fan of him, his, by the way. I like him. I liked him when he played in the NFL for the Indianapolis Colts. He's a, he was a fiery competitor. I mean, he wasn't a dynamite quarterback or anything, but he was good. So if you take him and you say, you took your suspension, you took a plea deal, basically just saying, I won't say I'm guilty, but I was. And then I'm jumping to the NFL at the end of the year. He's avoiding something. He's getting out of there. Because he, he knows he cheated. What? He cheated. And he knows he cheated. And, and, and he's never going to get past that in Michigan. And he's going to get the hell out of there. And he's going to go take an NFL job. Because he knows his time, his run is there, is going to be limited. Because he's going to be on a he's going to be on a very uh, thin ice with that program, and any slip up, any recruiting slip up, anything that the administration is going to say, no, we can't continue down this road with you. You're gone, and he's going to be out of job. He's going to leave before that happens. He's going to get called a cheater no matter where he goes, just like Tom Brady is. Yeah, and he's the best of all time. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So you think Jim Harbaugh's in the NFL next year? He no. didn't go so well. well. It went pretty well from the 49ers. He did take him to the Super Bowl. With Kaepernick. Yeah. I mean, and, the lights, and the lights went out. And the lights went out, yeah. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I could see him in the NFL or in college. I think he's just a good coach. Dynamite coach. Yeah, so I think he'll do fine wherever he is. Name one team next year that you think he could coach in the NFL. The Patriots. Wow. We need someone like here, that. Here, we need a cheater, dude. So listen. We need the, to win. Here's the crazy thing. When I, and I, I was asking that. Give us Lincoln Riley, too. Wow. It was a mock draft with the Patriots taking Caleb Williams at three. I was all upset about it the other day. Listen, when I was asking that question, in my head, I was thinking what my answer would be. I never thought of the Patriots. I went right to the Washington Commanders. Oh, yeah. Well, they actually but think- I love that. Yeah, dude. That would be awesome. And you know what they're saying? They're saying that the Commanders might trade for Bill Belichick. I know. Yeah. Let's go. Let's, let's, let's first trade. Pick. Trade for a first round. Give rounder. us your first we'll round. We'll take number one. Yeah. And we'll get Jim Harbaugh. Right, give us your first and second rounder. Jim Harbaugh. Let's get, and, and you know what, Jim? Go grab J.J. McCarthy. Yeah. Bring your guy with and you. you know what, Steve Belichick? Bye-bye. Yeah, Stevie's not going to have a job. Making stupid faces yeah. on a sign. Go coach Michigan, asshole. <laughs> you probably you know he's going to go wherever Zach is. Yeah. Daddy ball. Yeah. 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 But that's Bill, interesting. Bill, yeah, Bill's going to go tell Washington, if you take me, you have to take my son. If we can get this podcast up and running and become like our two sports, we can run that story up there. Yeah. Hop out of the Patriots and people pick it up. We'll start looking at our stuff. We're going to get them on the podcast. That'll be trending. We should get, we can, we've got to get Harbaugh on. We've got to get Harbaugh back here in the back here in the, in, in the, in the beat laboratory. In the beat laboratory. If you can only see what we see right now. <laughs> on the anime wall. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well. We're gonna wrap it up there. Uh, we, you know, we finished up Thanksgiving today. Had a great Thanksgiving with our family. Thought we'd jump on. We gotta get a little bit more consistent with you guys. We're actually in. The, we're in. We're in early talks for video. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we're clearing talk. early talks for for video podcasts, which we think would be even better. Uh, which just you know, we realize that that's probably gonna be a better way to pick up people and get you to jump on stuff and watch us. But and we could have guests then too. Yeah, that would be better because we can have people come in. Mm-hmm. You know, your brother's gaming with the U of A safeties U of a. and stuff. Yeah, cornerback and safety starting. They play Fortnite together, right? Siege. I, I only know one of them. Right. I only know Dalton. Three talks about. Yeah, I mean, we got he plays. Pull those kids I mean, in. He starts. Yeah. 
Maybe our first guest, some local kids. There we go, yeah. Well, right. he's actually from Texas. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, we hope you have a wonderful rest of your Thanksgiving evening and uh, enjoy Friday, Black Friday tomorrow. We got we got a game on Miami, Miami Jets, Jets, the first Black Friday yeah, game. Jesus. Boring. Yeah, but here's the thing. I think I think the Jets defense always keeps it kind of upset. Yeah, but you have Tim Boyle. Our Timmy Boyle is going to go off. Yeah, for watch the, 45 yards and two interceptions. Watch Timmy Boyle go off. You just never know. Can't be worse than Zach Wilson. Aaron Rodgers' protege, Tim Boyle. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Yikes. Patriots Giants. Oh man, I hope we lose. I gotta be honest with you. I'm kind of hoping we lose too. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Wait, how you refer to him? Danny DeVito beats Danny us. DeVito. He was in, you would leave this guy alone last weekend. <laughs> We're watching him sling it all the field. He was Danny DeVito to the right. Damn, my Jesus, man! Come on, give this guy a break. It's from Jersey, dude. It's from Danny DeVito from Jersey. Can can you be anywhere from anywhere else with the last name yeah. DeVito? You have to be from Jersey. Yeah. Jesus, holy yeah, right. Italian. Yeah. All right. All right, well, we'll see you guys. Uh, Have a wonderful night. Enjoy your Friday, and we'll be back soon. Thank you.